This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So it's time to take a look at the easiest value stock screen ever. Sometimes we don't really want to screen for all of the classic value fundamentals. You know, there's like five or six of them you can screen for. Sometimes we do use that to narrow the list down. But sometimes we just want a basic one. And maybe we just want to use one fundamental. So today I'm going to create a basic value screen looking just at P.E. Yes, just the price to earnings ratio. And I know it's not um, the ideal one that many value investors like to use, although some of you do, but there are several other options you could go with if you're just going to use one fundamental. But today for the very basic one, I am going to use the PE because I am going to base this screen on the value of those earnings even though they can be messed around with, but we're, we're going to go for, with it. So additionally, though, um, that would give me a pretty big universe. So Zach's covers about 4,400 stocks. So if I put the screen in with what's in our coverage universe, I'm still going to get a lot of stocks, even if I screen for a low PE. So I am going to add on the Zach's rank. Now, the rank will narrow it pretty considerably, but we'll still get quite a few stocks. So I took a look to see how many stocks are currently Zach's number one strong buys. So that's our best rank. And there's only 223 right now that have that rank. But I also wanted to include the Zach's rank number twos, which are just the buy stocks. Those are also quite interesting usually. And there's a lot more of those. There's 651 right now. So we have 874 total ones and twos. So just looking at the, the rank without adding anything else does narrow the stock universe, but I'd still have to go through quite a number of stocks there if I just screened for the rank. And that would be, um, you know, not something I want to do really. But the rank will allow me to narrow it now that I'm going to add just the PE on top of it, um, I, I'm going to narrow that down quite a bit. So normally I look for PEs of 15 and under because that's kind of the classic value cutoff. But today I'm going to go cheaper because this is the most basic screen. So why not get, you know, really cheap stocks? Because the overall S&P 500 is trading around 18 times. That's forward PE. And um, if I went with 15, yeah, it's cheaper than the 18, but it's not dirt cheap. But what if I go with 10, um, anything under 10, plus the Zach's rank of one or two? What would I get if I did that? I thought it would be pretty narrow, and it is. I got 99 stocks. Now, obviously, if I added a whole bunch of classic value fundamentals in addition to the PE on top of that, I could narrow it a lot further. But I wanted it to be a little bit bigger so that I could take a look at what is coming out with just this basic value screen. Um, so that's not bad. 99 stocks out of over 4,000 that we have that would have the rank on it. Uh, this is also why I like to use the Zach's rank um, in addition to the value fundamentals and other value metrics that you can use out there, because it really does allow you to narrow the list of stocks quite considerably. Plus, remember the, what the Zach's number one and number two actually means. It means that the analysts have been revising those estimates higher. 
And usually that means that you're getting some growth in the earnings, but not always. That's like one of the one of the things you have to watch out for. And we're going to talk about that as we go through the stocks that I picked out here. But it usually means something good is going on there that one or more of the analysts on that company see something good going on. Maybe they raise guidance in their last earnings um, or they, you know, something is happening where they are like, what? They're they're going to do better than I think. I better be raising my my estimate on this company for the year. So they raise, and if several of them are raising at the same time, that's when you get the higher Zach's rank usually. So I took a look at the list of names, and there were a lot of interesting ones on it this time because we only screened for just the PE. So I thought I'd pull out five of the names. And remember, if the stock is trading this cheaply with with just the PE, of course, it could be even cheaper if I added the price to sales or some other things. But even with the PE under 10, there's um, something going on there. There's a reason that Wall Street is ignoring these stocks because that's a lot cheaper than what the overall market is doing. So that's something to keep in mind. As you know, for value investors, sometimes we have to go into the difficult areas of investing of the market because there is a reason that Wall Street is ignoring them or fleeing them. So let's dive right into the five stocks that I pulled out of this list. Okay, the first one is Celgene. And the ticker there is CELG. This is the big global biopharma. They look for treatments in cancer plus some other things. They have a $61 billion market cap, so they are one of the big guys. But their earnings growth looks real good. Our earnings growth this year of 17%, next year of 21%. Their PE is just under the 10. That's how I could get them on the list. It's 9 0.99. So we've just barely got in there. But these shares are down 17.5% year to date. So that's why they're on the cheaper side. The biopharmas and the drug companies in general, um, even, you know, the Pfizer's and the Merck's of the world have really been ignored for sure this year. But for a while now, they've been out of favor. So that's why some of them have gotten a bit cheap. Now, remember what I always say about any of the drug stocks, though, um, when we when we look at them, whether or not they're value traps and all of that, you um, have to dig a little deeper on the on the drug stocks because you have to know what's in their pipeline. Like, what are they doing? What you know? What do they have under development? Who might they be buying to get more growth? Because part of the problem with some of the drug companies is that they don't have drugs coming in the pipeline that's going to give them the big growth, which is why everybody's fled out of there and why they have low PE. So you really have to look at what's going on. I do like the double-digit earnings growth expected for Celgene here over the next two years. So that tells me something good is going on here. So the first stock on the list is Celgene, C-E-L-G. And then I'm going to switch to the home builders. You shouldn't be surprised that some of those are on here. They still have solid fundamentals. We just heard from KB Home. They had a good report, and um, none of them have had bad reports, actually. So that's not even on the radar, but some of them are cheap now. The one for this week is Beezer Homes. B-Z-H is the ticker. They're a national home builder, but uh, they mainly in California, Utah, Arizona, out west, Texas, and then the southeast, including Florida. So these are all the super hot housing markets where everybody's moving to. 
And year to date, these shares are down 44% now because Wall Street and everybody else is fleeing the home builders because of the rising mortgage rates. That's the first thing. And then if there is a slowdown in the economy at all soon, then the last thing you're going to want to be doing is buying a, a new home. So everybody's anticipating, oh, the slowdown is coming, but that means these shares are down big and they're cheap. So it has a P of just 6.3. So that's pretty crazy right there. Um, fiscal 2018 earnings expected to be up 13.6%. We only have one estimate, though, because this is not heavily covered. Fiscal 2019 up 46%. There's two estimates there. So, so far, nothing has changed in the home builder story. KB Home did say they're seeing a bit of a slowdown in the more expensive homes now. That's not a surprise, especially if those mortgage rates start going up. And that they're going to try to build more inexpensive homes. Uh, so we could see that happening. Beezer is not one of the luxury side home builders. So that could benefit them. But home builders, just all of them are, are really cheap right now. And everybody's ignoring them and fleeing those still. So that's BZH. Okay, switching to our third company. This one is in the basic materials, GraphTech International. The ticker here is EAF. And I didn't realize, I was like, why do they have a ticker of EAF until I was looking into what they do? So they are high quality graphite electrode products. That's what they make. Essential to the production of electronic arc furnace steel. Um, and the electronic arc furnace steel is... Uh, abbreviated to EAF. So <laughs> suddenly like the light bulb went off like, oh, okay, now that makes sense that they're not like graph or something as their ticker. It's EAF. They have a PE of just seven. Um, so that's pretty crazy. Year to date, these shares are actually up 31%. But um, we don't have any earnings for some reason on Zax.com from a year ago. Don't know why it's missing, but I'm going to check into it. But we do have this year's estimates, and they're on the rise. That's why it's got the good Zach's rank. It's supposed to make 273 now this this year, up in the last two months. 2019, we see the analysts see 25% earnings growth there, up to 343. So that's a nice jump into 2019. So um, this this company is really cheap. They did do a secondary in August, so that might have scared a few people. But again, with a P of seven, this might be one you might want to snoop around in. EAF is the ticker there. Then switching over, I thought this was interesting because I'd not seen it on my screens recently. And it's MoneyGram International. And the ticker there is MGI. And I thought certainly this might be kind of a hot one because any kind of um, money transfer service is, you know, big right now. And this one it, it basically is what you know. It allows people to send and receive funds um, all over the world. And I noticed that on September 11th, they announced that they're going to start a transfer service between um, with the OXO convenience stores in Mexico. So there's over 17,000 of those stores. They're like a 7-Eleven in Mexico. If you've ever been down there, you've seen the OXOs everywhere. 
And so now you can pick up some of the funds that are transferred through MoneyGram at the OXO. Apparently, you can get up to 2,000 pesos in cash, like just by showing up and having it transferred. But you can get an additional almost 12,000 pesos transferred to a bank location from the OXO. So this is interesting. They have these interesting agreements, again, in other countries too, like Ghana and um, all over the world. This is cheap. PE is just 8.2 because, of course, it has to be under 10. Four estimates are higher for 2018 recently. But here's the caveat here why the Zacks rank doesn't always give you earnings growth. There's still expected to be a decline in earnings this year of 36%. So not much earnings growth with this one, even though it does have the good Zacks rank because the analysts are raising for the year, but they um, it's under what they did last year. So in 2017, they made $1.08, and in 2018, they're expected to make $0.69, cents, and then just $0.66 cents next year. So the analysts so far aren't seeing a lot of earnings growth for next year either. This one is a stock under $10, too, so it's going to be pretty volatile. It's trading around uh, $5.60 or so. But um, year-to-date, shares down 57%. So something else is going on here, even though it has the good Zacks rank and it's cheap. But again, there's a reason stocks get cheap. It may be that it's just in an out-of-favor industry, or it may be like with MoneyGram that something else was going on there. And that's why these earnings are not expected to be rising and why it's cheap. So you're going to want to dig around a little bit more into any of these stocks that I'm talking about today to see what's really going on there and why it's out of favor. But that's MoneyGram MGI. And then our fifth company today is an interesting one that some of you might be already aware of the story. So it's Turtle Beach. The ticker is H-E-A-R here. Yes, here. Because they make the gaming headsets, the um, things you use to play all the video games to for the audio side, I guess I should say. Now, these shares are down 4.6% in the last three months, so that's not too bad. They're still cheap. They have the PE of 9.4. Uh, three estimates are higher for 2018, So, and it's like dramatically higher. So they lost 24 cents in 2017, and now they're expected to make $2.17. So that's over a 1,000% turnaround. And that's up big in the last two months. Analysts had them only at $1.26, and now they're at two seventeen after that last earnings report, which was pretty much of a blowout. I don't know if anyone else was paying attention to it then, but I was, and I listened to the conference call. So um, why is it blowing out? Why does it look this good? And mainly it's because of Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite, the video game, everybody's playing it. They have basically the best headset that you must have to play Fortnite and everybody's buying it. But the company was very realistic on their conference call. They know they're kind of, they got kind of lucked into this really hot product suddenly. And it's not like they haven't been putting out good products and that they're not one of the big players on the headsets for all of the video games. But they, you know, people had to rush out and buy this particular headset uh, every person I asked who plays Fortnite, like, oh, do you have the Turtle Beach, you know, headset? Of course, they like look at me like I'm an idiot. Like, of course, Tracy. Yes, we have this. So but once you buy it, when do you have to buy another one? You know, like once all the kids and everybody has it, 
they there is a replacement um, cycle, but you know you're not you're getting people who already have your product just buying it again. So you're not getting the new customers in there. But like I said, on the conference call, the company was very realistic about the pace of their growth, of their earnings, and everything that was going on. That being said, we do have the holiday season coming up, and Fortnite's still popular. So you're still going to probably see some pretty good sales heading into this holiday season. For 2019, the estimates are up there, too, in the last two months, but they're expecting to see just $1.99. That's still great, but again, two seventeen for this year, so a little bit weaker for 2019, but that reflects what the company themselves were saying is um, you know, that they can't keep up this pace, even though they have other new products and other things going on, too. But if you're interested in trying to get like some kind of Fortnite play, Turtle Beach is still, like I said, cheap. So this could be a way that to get in there. And with those shares retreating a little bit in the last three months, they're not quite as hot as they used to be. So that's Turtle Beach, H-E-A-R is the ticker. So remember, out of these five, there is the one uh, MoneyGram that looks like it doesn't really have the great earnings outlook. Now, I didn't screen for the great earnings growth or any of that, and I just pulled out these five stocks out of the 99, and four out of the five still happen to have really um, pretty solid earnings growth. Turtle Beach a little bit weaker going into next year, but the overall earnings picture with these five still looks good, so I like that, and that's solid, and you really have to look at that for value stocks these days because there are reasons investors are fleeing some of them and you need to dig down deep and not just you know look at the cheapness factor but what else is going on in the business because remember you, if you're a long-term investor you're an owner in that business and you want to know why are they value stocks why is wall street running away are, are they missing something with some of these, they may very well be missing something. Um, sometimes sectors and industries just go out of favor, and then that could be a buying opportunity for a lot of value investors. I've talked about that in the past with several areas like the um, energy stocks, for instance, too, which, again, are out of favor, and I'm probably going to have to cover those again soon, too. But some of these areas like this, when they go out of favor, could be a buying opportunity. And we're seeing that with some of the drug stocks now as well. But there's no guarantee that some of these companies will turn it around if they're struggling a bit and that's why they're cheap. Remember, people kept saying during the financial crisis, oh, the banks are cheap. Oh, this company's been around forever. It can't go under. Well, that that's not true. There's always that chance. There's always these risks when you own any business. So as value investors, you have to check out all the fundamentals as well. So let's recap those stocks again from this just very basic value stock screen with the Zacks rank added in there, but it gave us some really good stocks. So the first one was Celgene, C-E-L-G is the ticker. Then we had Beezer Homes, B-Z-H. Then we had Graph Tech, E-A-F. MoneyGram is in there at M-G-I. And then rounding it out was Turtle Beach, H-E-A-R. So every week I try to find value stocks here and I'm not really having any trouble finding them. So you definitely want to subscribe so you can get all the value stocks we talk about here on the Value Investor Podcast. We are on 
Apple Podcasts is a standalone show. You can get us on there under the Value Investor Podcast. You can also get two for one if you're on SoundCloud. We're under Zach's Market Edge over there. And you can find us on Spotify. You can get us as a standalone on Spotify under the Value Investor Podcast there too. But be sure to get us somewhere because, again, every week I'm bringing you these value stocks. And it's always interesting. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single week. And I'll see you again next week with some more value stocks.